Green Kings. $17 a kilo, shoppers. Come and grab a bargain, shoppers. It's four o'clock on a Sunday, and the Fishwick markets in Canberra South are surprisingly busy. And that's because almost everything is on sale. Five dollars bunches of flowers on that side. I'm here to answer a question from Janet Reynolds. She wanted to know what happened to any produce that was left over at the end of the day. Well, we usually go to the markets on a Thursday or a Friday morning, but we were away for a while and went out to the market Sunday morning. And I actually saw that there were copious amounts of fresh produce left. And I thought, they're never going to sell this by close of business. What happens to it as they won't open again till next Thursday? And what do you, let's say, what do you hope happens to that food? I'd like to think it went to the homeless, to be honest, or some needy organisation. I wouldn't like to think that it was thrown away and discarded. You're listening to Curious Canberra. I'm Sonia G. Every week, a reporter from the ABC Canberra newsroom answers a question sent in by you. Canberra has two fresh food markets that are only open four days a week. At the Fishwick Markets, I spoke to Ken Irvine, who owns a fruit and vegetable shop. Ken spends a lot of time trying to work out what to order for his shop each week. We take a lot of factors into account. The weather, firstly, that's the most important one. Historically, as in we look back on the same week last year and any events like uh, if it was Mother's Day or school holidays, those sorts of things. And then we try and plan our buying around those factors. And what's the aim of that to reduce how much excess you might have on a Sunday afternoon? 100% it's to reduce waste because it's, at the end of the day, it's about making a profit in the business. And you're not going to buy watermelons if it's going to be two degrees and you're not going to be buying cauliflowers if it's going to be 40 degrees. You get the order right or get yourself in strife. By Sunday afternoon, he can see if he's made the right choices. We'll look at our stock levels at about midday and at midday we'll start making adjustments if we have to. Like if it's something that we're really in trouble with where we've made a really silly mistake, we'll drop the price pretty dramatically fairly early. Outside of that, generally about three o'clock we start marking things down. If we've done our numbers correctly, it's pretty much only the stock that's still on the shelves at that time. Just a dollar on the lettuce, hydroponic, cos iceberg, they're all a dollar each, all the herbs. The aim is to clear the shelves by five o'clock so staff can start cleaning the store. Ken estimates that less than 1% of his stock is left over. Over at the Belconnen Markets, I asked Nancy Harrison, who owns a gourmet food business, if anything gets chucked out. There are some things that have to be thrown away, things that are in the high-risk food category, so meat, fish, poultry, uh, cheese, dairy products, those sorts of things. When they say use by, you shouldn't eat them after that date. If you do, you run the risk of getting sick. Nancy keeps a close eye on the stock that's about to expire. Anything that can be used by anybody, like say fresh bread or pasta or things that are slightly out of date or about to go out of date, and we give them to St Vincent's de Paul who come in every Sunday night. Other shops donate food too, which volunteers divvy up into cardboard boxes that are delivered to local families later that night. Nancy and her two daughters used to be on the receiving end of charity. Her first business was a coffee cart, and she set it up while she was living in a refuge. 
when I was in the refuge, we didn't have a lot. And so I re re relied heavily on food banks. Without their help, we wouldn't be, <laughs> we wouldn't have been able to survive then. But I look at where I've been and where I am now, and it's all so different. And so, and if I can help anybody out along the way, that's what I'm in here for. And so when you are preparing food to donate, do you sometimes feel like you're, you're giving something a little more than the actual physical product? There's a bit of love in there. There's always love in there to give, like, come on guys, you can do this, I'm here. Our questioner Janet was happy to hear that only a small amount of food was thrown away. But it doesn't look as though there's much left for the poor and needy. Together we visited Dave Burnett, the ACT and Territories Manager of the food rescue organisation Oz Harvest, or as Janet called them, the Yellow Vans. The issue about what's left for the needy, we are very, very fortunate that we have farmers markets. It's common for us to get three, four, five hundred kilos every Sunday morning at the close of the market. Oz Harvest have a partnership with the Southside Farmers Markets, which run on a Sunday in Phillip. Every week, the yellow van arrives half an hour before the markets close. The driver, helped by volunteers, gives out crates to storeholders who have excess produce to share. They fill them with anything from organic meat and vegetables to apples and pumpkins. One of the biggest ones that we get is people that come up from, say, the Riverina, and they might have a, a big truck full of or bags of oranges and bags of mandarins. They can't take that back across the, the quarantine zone. So what do they do? No, they give it to us. Most of the growers don't have this problem, but Dave says it doesn't stop them from giving at the end of trade. And can you tell us what happens to that food after it leaves the market? Where does it go? We look after just under well, around 70 charities uh, in Canberra, Queanbeyan and Yass. On the Sunday, if I'm correct, we go straight out to Stewart Flats in Griffith, which is a very, very poor area. And sometimes the food that we deliver there, the, the mums and the, and the kids will come running for the food and that might be the best food that they get all week. From there, we'll go across to probably Queanbeyan, St Benedict's Community Daycare. And then um, if there's some left from there, may I ask my colleague over here, where would we go? St John's, St. John's Care in Reed. Janet, can I ask, does that answer your initial question? It does, it does, and more. And I hope that when the program goes to air, that it will make everybody think about donating to people and helping the needy. But I'd also like to say thank you to all the people that do donate. Our website is abc.net.au slash Curious Canberra. I've put up a video that shows what happens at the Fishwick markets and the Southside markets when they close on a Sunday. You can also ask your own question and sign up for the Curious Canberra Mystery Bus Tour, which I'm co-hosting with ABC Radio Canberra's Adam Shirley on Saturday, May 27. Next time on Curious Canberra, we answer a question from Dale. She wants to know why bulk billing is so limited in the ACT. I've lived my whole life in Sydney and I've never paid to see a doctor. So coming to Canberra, I expected I could find somewhere and that wasn't really the case. 